Okay, you guys, welcome back to the Powerful Podcast with Coach Kylie. That is me. If you haven't been here before, welcome. I am a registered dietitian, personal trainer, yoga therapist, and board-certified health and wellness coach who really hones in on all the things that are related to wellness. So we're talking nutrition, exercise, and all the various parts of our lifestyle. Today, we are focusing on a more nutrition-heavy topic. So we are going to be talking about navigating fad diets, debunking myths, and learning to find balance. The reason that we're doing this is because I see so many things on the TikTok, on the Instagram, where we're highlighting these diets because maybe they seem trendy, maybe they work for an individual, but we really want to find the importance and balance behind evidence-based nutrition and long-term well-being. I only studied this for a million years to become a registered dietitian and be able to help you with this. So I think that we're just going to have to dive right into this topic today. There have been times where even I at one point, pre-dietitian, had tried certain diets, like never keto, could never do keto. But I remember doing a juice cleanse with my dad. I was in high school. I lasted till lunch. My stomach was hurting. I was so nauseous. They tasted terrible. And I literally gave up right then and there. And it wasn't like I was trying to lose weight. It wasn't like I was trying to do, I was just doing something different. I didn't have any information behind what was genuinely authentic for nutrition and how I could really help my body. God, I wish I had me back then. You know, I think there's so much that we don't think about when it impacts our health and how it can really change our experiences because there's a lot of struggles with this, right? So I mentioned a couple key points here just in my little story. One, I stopped. Does that mean I failed, right? Like I think so often we think that failing is negative. But honestly, I'm glad I failed my juice cleanse because I would have never wanted to continue doing that. It's not healthy. It's not sustainable. And so often we're trying these bad diets. We're doing the Weight Watchers, Noom, any of the diet programs. And when they're not sustainable long-term, we feel like shit. We are so mad at ourselves. We feel like failures. We feel like we can never meet our goals. And the reason behind this is because they just were never sustainable for you in the first place. Let's say that again. It was never sustainable in the first place. So you should not feel upset. You should not feel frustrated that you didn't make this happen. It was never meant to make you succeed. The diet industry is the diet industry, and it's a billion dollar of revenue because they want you to fail. Then they want you to buy into the next thing or, oh, Weight Watchers worked for like two months. So let me, let me try doing that again. And really, that's not the sustainable balance that we want. So Let's talk a little bit about fad diets specifically. And so these fad diets are characterized as our extreme or unbalanced eating patterns that either promote some sort of weight loss, de-bloating, muscle mass like abs or whatever else. And commonly, aka all the damn time, these food rules are associated with diet culture. They are restrictive, they eliminate food groups, and they're quick fix solutions. And literally I think that yawn was necessary so I literally can only think of like five diets off my hand that I hate and I hate them all don't get me wrong so I had to chat GPT this and then so let's talk about some of the different diets obviously I've already mentioned keto what that is is a high fat low carb diet and we do not like that then we also have the Atkins diet there's a low carb diet and there's different phases 
intermittent fasting. So you're literally only eating for eight hours of the day and not eating for 16 equally sounds terrible. You know, we've had the carnivore diet has been really popular lately where you only eat meat. I literally do not understand that. I literally don't get that at all. Now we're talking about juice cleanses where you're only drinking juice or if you're doing a detox like girly pops, your liver detoxes for you every single day. You don't need to detox, but what you do need to do is have balance and mindful choices. So kind of talking through some of these different diets, you know, it's like, we want to ditch them. We also want to ditch the programs. Like if you've done Beachbody or if you've done Noom or Weight Watchers, I can't even think of the rest because they all hurt my brain, like Jenny Craig or anything else in between there. Like, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. There are several studies that show that we can gain weight up to two to five times back after doing these shitty diets in the first place. So why do them? But we also have some other key findings in regards to this research that I think we need to highlight because I am so sick of seeing you guys say, but, or, mm, or, hmm. like, let's just kind of talk this through. Okay. I really like this one. I think this is really key when we're talking about health and wellness in general. So the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, yay nutrition, yay registered dietitians, no, no to nutritionists, no, no to personal trainers who act like nutritionists um, or are nutrition experts. Um, no, no, registered dietitians. And it talks a lot about yo-yo dieting and weight cycling. So when we're engaging in frequent cycles of weight loss and then regain because we get motivated and then we do this really good diet and we do the exercise and then it's not sustainable, then we regain that weight. And it's often associated with negative outcomes. And we see that this can contribute to an increased risk long-term of metabolic disease and heart disease. So if we're not even here just to talk about the weight loss now and the goals that you want now, can we talk about your future self? Like, do you really want to be this person who's sick the rest of your life just because you could not stop dieting and find a sustainable routine? And then we also have the metabolic adaptation. So when we're talking about restricting our calories, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, calorie deficits are not always the way to lose weight, especially when we're doing these extreme ones. When I see women who come to me and they're eating under 1200 calories a day and they think that they're doing this great job, I have to break it down to them. And I tell them, like, guys, you're literally eating less than what a nine-year-old needs per day. Do you really think that's sustainable for a 20 to 40-year-old woman who's exercising anywhere from three to six times a week? Like, absolutely not. And so, like I said, when we're extremely restrictive, stressed, our body needs cellular functions on a day-to-day -day basis. And so if we're not getting those, our body becomes stressed. And this leads to metabolic adaptations like reducing our metabolic rate, aka we're not burning as many calories. It can also adjust and imbalance our hormones, and it also changes our hunger cues. So you could feel more hungry or less hungry throughout the day. And that's not a good thing. We need those hunger cues. And so we really want to make sure that we can sustain health in a balanced way, because this research shows that if you are going to lose the weight, you're going to regain it right back because your hormones are goofy, the metabolic rate is goofy, and your hunger cues, they're out the window. Another key thing, research, we love facts, fad diets are also going to promote ma macronutrients imbalances, right? So just a clear example of that is keto. You're cutting out carbs completely. And so when we do things um, that are this extreme and we're cutting out key nutrients, 
not only are you going to lose fat, but you are also going to lose lean body mass. Now, what the heck is lean body mass? Um, girl, that's your muscle tone. So when you're like, I want a flat stomach, I want muscle tone, I want to feel strong. Well, guess what? When you're doing these diets, you're throwing that out the window. You are losing fat, but you are also losing muscle. And there's just nothing healthy about that for you. And then like I talked about a little bit too, we also have these food cues and these hunger cues. And when we have disordered eating patterns, it can lead to long-term complications. And so when we're post-diet, it's more common that restrictive diets like this cause overeating. It causes imbalance. It causes this binge because you've been restricting yourself for so long. You miss all these foods, so then you're suddenly eating in large quantities and then you don't know how to regulate that because you don't have your hunger cues. You don't know when you're full. You don't know when you're hungry. Gosh, it's just like a freaking avalanche. It just goes and it goes and it goes. And the more it tumbles, the bigger this problem gets, right? So then if we're not eating enough, we're not getting enough nutrition, then that causes metabolic issues. What does that mean, Kylie? I kind of get the word metabolic. I'm talking about your metabolism. Now your metabolism gets stunted. I'm talking screech to a halt it stops working functionally when we are under eating because our body does not trust us to get enough food. So it is holding on to every nutrient it can possibly get so that it can your body can function properly. And when this happens, you're like, well, I'm exercising. I'm doing this stupid diet. Why isn't this working? Well, your body's holding on to everything. And when it holds on to it, it converts those nutrients into fat. And then you keep having more fat that you're trying to burn, but then it's just causing a negative loop cycle. We're not getting out of that cycle this way. We have to break it. And so really, we want to try to talk about more of a positive nutrition balance. If you're going to talk about pros and cons of fad diets, I can literally give you no pros. No pros. I just mix the word pros and cons. There are no pros. You may think you're going to get fast results. You may think it's more affordable because they give you great payment plans. They do all these different things for you, but in reality, the cons just outweigh it. Like I mentioned before, it's going to halt your metabolism. It's going to give you a disordered eating pattern. It's going to give you a negative relationship with food. And oftentimes the research does show that you gain the weight back two to five times. So let's say you lost five pounds. That means you could gain anywhere from 10 to 25 pounds back when you restart your normal routine, when you're done with this diet it's not worth it. And so I think we want to talk about the individualized needs behind nutrition and creating balance, right? Let's start with this. How do we create balance? If you want more of an in-depth session on this, like after this, go to my Nutrition 101 podcast episode. It's one of the very first podcast episodes I did. It breaks down all of the macronutrients. It debunks some of the bullshit that we see about nutrition. And it's really going to hone in on how we can create sustainable results with our three carbs, fats, and proteins. Okay, that was a side note. So creating balance really does include those three macronutrients. So if you're thinking about a plate, you want about half of that plate to be produce. So we're talking fruits, vegetables. Then we're talking about a quarter plate being carbs So uh, and starches. So whether that's rice, uh, potatoes, oatmeal, you know, French fries, whatever that looks like. Uh, and then protein is that other quarter of our plate. And this balance needs to have a few things, right? We want moderation. So I mentioned French fries. I would eat French fries every freaking day if I could, but I would also run myself over if I could never eat French fries again, because I was trying to be healthy. So where's that balance, right? We got to find a middle ground. We also want to have 
uh, a variety of foods. So if you're eating the same exact foods every day because you're like, eh, this makes me skinny. I feel great. I'm just going to eat my little green juice every morning and not change my breakfast. Well, okay, we need some variety actually in that breakfast or any of our meals and snacks because the more that we're eating variety-wise, the better our gut health is because we're allowing the bacteria to have variation, which helps us absorb our nutrients better too. And then we want to talk about nutrient density. So I give some really good examples of the different macronutrients in the Nutrition 101 podcast, and it talks about a couple different types of those foods. So when I'm thinking about carbs, you know, we're thinking more of the whole grains. When we're talking about fats, we want our healthy, unsaturated fats, our mono and polyunsaturated fats. When we're talking about animal proteins, we want more of the plant proteins, as well as our lean animal meat, so seafood and chicken, turkey, things along those lines. Those are some ways that we can apply nutrient-dense foods to our plate too. Okie dokie. Then let us talk about how we can choose some preferences there because we want to be able to make informed choices. We want to be able to create balance and we want to do that for our individual self, because we're not the same as our roommate, we're not the same as our partner, we're not the same as our next door neighbor. So how do I apply this for myself? Like, what what do I need to do? And I think the biggest things we need to focus on are, yes, balance, but two, being able to recognize the pattern. So when you suddenly go, hmm, that green powder on TikTok looks very appealing to me, can we pause there? and be like, okay, is this something that is actually going to help me? Or is this something that might associate with diet culture? Let's do another one. If you are looking through a menu and you're like, oh, everything on here sucks. I feel like everything's so bad. I ate terrible today. Can we pause? Can we reframe that? Can that be okay I really love the freaking tacos. So I'm going to get the tacos and then I'm going to balance my other meals. And guess what? It's just a one meal of one day of a whole year of a whole lifetime. Like that's a drop in the bucket, guys. So learning to reframe our mindset is so key in regards to debunking diet culture in general, you guys. So I think that is something that we really want to hone in on too. We also want to just kind of highlight The differences between doing it on our own and guessing and doing it with a professional, right? So I'm all for doing things on your own. I like DIY projects sometimes when they don't stress me out. I like baking my own foods. I like doing things for myself. But I also recognize that if my car broke down, I would not know how to do it. And if you ask me like anything about the stock market, you should see my face right now. I just don't know. And the reason is because I'm not a professional in those areas. Like I just don't know. And so I feel the same about health. It is 100% okay to go do those things on your own now. But if you are web MDing, Googling, or following fad diets, then we probably need to like, we need to stop doing that. And we need to find some authentic health. So if you need support with that, then just like you need support with a broken car or with your finances, you're going to need support with your health. And that's okay. It doesn't make you inadequate. It means, okay, I need to learn some things about this so I can really make informed choices for myself. I feel like I have the education to understand what my body needs and be able to do that. Hell yeah, I'm here for that. So I know I've talked a little bit about the myths of bad diets. And I think we want to just kind of leave it at 
you got to make small changes. This is not suddenly going to change overnight. Your mentality is not suddenly going to change. Your diet is not fully going to change. It's going to take a minute. But taking those small steps towards the big picture is what is going to help you meet that goal. It's what's going to take you to that next level. So I really want to challenge you guys, freaking make your life better this year and do it in a way that is actually going to help you love your body, help you fuel your body and help you move your body in the best way possible. So thank you for listening to my rant on fat diets.